I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Good Friday morning to you. KSL News Time is 8 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Amanda Dixon. Tim has the day off. KSL's top story this hour is a developing one. One person is dead, two others in critical condition. And this morning, investigators will start to get a better idea of what led to a house explosion in Cache County. We begin our team coverage with KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell at the scene. There are piles of debris everywhere. There's a sour smell of burnt lumber still in the air. What we do know at the moment, two individuals were taken to hospital last night after the blast. A neighbour said off record to reporters that he heard cries for help inside and apparently one individual was found outside on the ground some feet away from the blast site. After a gruelling investigation, uh, it was discovered around midnight last night that the third individual uh, was found dead in the debris on the scene. It's not confirmed who that is, but as we find out more, uh, I will bring you updates. Reporting live from the scene, Hugo Ricardville, KSL News Radio. KSL TV's Andrew Adams also spent the night at the scene of the explosion, talking with the people trying to figure out how the explosion happened. Investigators really aren't sure what the cause of this fire is at this point. They do have a state fire marshal on scene. They have liquid propane experts on scene. Makes you wonder if somehow propane was involved, but that's definitely something that they're going to try to get to the bottom of in the hours and the days to come. We will continue to work to gather more information on this story and we'll pass along updates as soon as we get them. One person died after getting caught in an avalanche in Weber County. This is the first fatal avalanche in two years in the state. The Utah Avalanche Center is warning avalanche conditions will get much worse with the current storm hitting the state. With the wind and rain this morning, we do have some power outages to tell you about. Rocky Mountain Power says the biggest outages are in the Salt Lake Valley, where close to 2,000 homes and businesses are currently in the dark. The Utah legislature passed a record 575 bills during the general session, but a BYU political science professor reports each one got an average of just 10 minutes of debate. KSL News Radio's Dan Baumas begins our team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2023. Associate Professor Adam Brown tracks the bills and the time each one gets in debate on the House and Senate floors. KSL.com reports that works out to about 10 minutes each. Brown says he's not tracking the time spent working on bills in committee. But once it passes a committee, a bill is typically on the fast track to passage. Brown also found the House spent about 65 hours in floor debate this session, 10 hours less than the one before. Dan Bomas, KSL News Radio. 
Some members of the State Board of Education are taking issue with how many education-related bills were passed this session. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz has details. 116 bills passed this legislative session that impact education in one way or another. During their session recap held yesterday, board member Cindy Davis. It's too many, and we could maybe look in the interim at asking for a bill to limit education bills. Carol Lear taking issue with individual members initiating some of those instead of board leadership. Chair Jim Moss said that is allowed. I think that if it's going to be a free-for-all, then let's just do it. If we're going to work as a body and keep the numbers down, let's do that. Some felt the bills created policy the board already has. Moss said lawmakers are receptive to the board being involved sooner in the bill-making process. Lindsay Ertz, KSL News Radio. First look traffic and back over to you, Andy. Amanda, we've got uh, things looking a little bit better now on the freeways. I-15, a little bit heavy, 33rd south to I-80. And that seems to be the only I-15 issue where you might slow down right now between Provo, Salt Lake, and Ogden. You do have some slowing on Main Street in Centerville. It's kind of busy right now. Uh, some on 2000 West going between kind of Clinton, West Point, Syracuse, and then on Foothill. It's backed up near about 1700 south. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.